0: What's up, guys? It's Stevie G coming at you with another episode of the Seamless Garage Podcast. This one is a really good one. DJ and I are on our, on our little road trip to go do something, and uh, we decided we would discuss. He took a little trip to Tennessee, and uh, he actually took his uh, EK Civic, and it did great on the way there and back. So this topic is about being able to take your high mileage and used vehicles on trips and being able to trust them and what you need to do in order to trust them. So, but as always, if you like this, please follow us, subscribe, whatever you got to do to get notifications on the rest of it. Um, This is a podcast for mechanics, this is a podcast for car enthusiasts, or anybody interested in vehicles. So, spread this along if you would. And uh, without further ado, let's get into the episode. think we should talk about what you were talking about about the uh oh yeah the car trip about the car trip and about uh you were excited bro you were like dude this thing made it all the way you're like i don't see why anybody wouldn't trust their their car to make it yeah but that's a common thing bro i I mean, I, I'm just as guilty, man. Especially when we had that Ford Escape, I just didn't trust it. Yeah. I barely wanted to go to Shreveport. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't trust it. You know, Megan's family's always been in Shreveport, yeah. and uh, you know what? I proved myself right, actually. And I sometimes I believe. know that's a side note, but sometimes I believe you can speak or think things into existence. Yeah. So we drive down there, and on the way, everything was fine on the way back that's when i found out i had a stopped up cat because the exhaust pressure had nowhere to go so it went out the egr blew out the egr on the way back wow. so i limped it home i heard i was hearing a hissing so i pulled over and sure enough it blew it out and so i just put some epoxy and some duct tape around it bro and just wow drove it home we were almost home we we're in marshall you so, gotta make do when you gotta get home yeah but other than that, though, someone always someone told me this, and like I've always remembered it, and it's kind of true. It's like people are afraid to go on long distance drives in their vehicle, but they'll drive that thing to working back every day, and it'll make it back to working back every day. Why wouldn't you
1: think yeah. that you can make it on a long trip? Exactly, bro. That's exactly what I never thought about it, but someone brought it to my attention maybe a year or two ago about that, the same thing you just yeah. said. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, you're right, man. I drive 30 minutes to work a day. Yeah. And 30 minutes home, that's an hour a day. If you look through a week, that's five hours of driving. And it does it no problem, right? And here's the other thing
0: I was thinking. When we were talking about getting your car ready to go, I was like, a couple of things. I was like, this thing is going to be excellent on fuel mileage. Like, you're going to save... Oh, bro! You're to spend probably a third of what you would spend on your truck. It bro. was it was
1: less than half, I bet. Yeah,
0: yeah. And for then sure. and then, I just kept thinking about the fact that the Civics, bro, parts are a dime a dozen. So if you did run into some little brought, issue,
1: yeah, I brought a tool, my socket set good. with me, my electric impact. Those those cars are so simple, bro. You can yeah. you can fix it right there, whatever it is. Yeah. The only thing I was not prepared for was a flat tire. I took my spare out a while back for my speakers yeah because they wouldn't fit in there with it so I was ill prepared on that but normally I want to get my spare put back in there with a jack if I'd have had that I would have been I would have felt a little better but I had brand new tires but still you know you don't never know yeah you never know when you'll pick up uh, a flat you're pick always going to need that spare case but that was the only thing I wasn't prepared on everything else uh, everything else was good yeah and, bro, it ran good the whole way there, cruise control. I stopped, fill up about every time I get to about half a tank. So, I mean, I stop more frequently, but yeah. I wanted to get out and stretch, too. So. I hear you. But um, it, it did really good, bro. And there's there was 212,000 miles on it when I left. Huh. And, bro, that car's still running good. I've been driving it all week to work. Which last year I had, see, I believe that you can, you need to, you can trust them for road trips as long as you do the proper maintenance on them. Yeah. Like the oil changes. They need to be up to date, right. Yeah, I mean, you can't just, I think that's why a lot of people don't trust them is because they don't maintenance them. Right. They don't do anything to them. They know,
0: well, they know that they didn't do anything to them, so they don't know when it's going to, you know.
1: They don't know their vehicle like that. And I believe on older vehicles, this is just my opinion, I like to pop the hood and check my old and stuff, because you have old leaks pop up yeah. out of nowhere when you got that many miles on them things.
0: Yeah. It's, I feel like it's a common thing, though, to like just be like, oh, I don't want to check it, like ignorance is bliss type of deal, right? Yeah. But like, no, with an old vehicle, for real, just, just check it, because you can catch something way early on. Yeah. Like, think about a transmission, like, you can catch it when it's low. And top it off, or you can not notice it at all and have to put a whole transmission in it, which is expensive. Yeah. You know. It just. It just goes back to what we talked about on that one episode where it's like, you need to be checking your vehicle out. You know,
1: you need to be doing your walk around. You need to be checking it out. Yeah. And. You, you, I mean, you look at my little brother. I think we mentioned him before. Yeah. But um. Uh... <laughs> Just never pop the hood, and then when you do check your oil, there is no oil. Yeah, well, here was, it, this was even more funny if you can say
0: it's funny, I guess. <laughs> is that yeah, there was no oil, but then not to mention he didn't
1: realize that he had didn't have any coolant either. Yeah, and then <laughs> he came pulling in. Something's wrong with the truck, <laughs> it's overheating and it's really hard to turn. You don't say. In other words, his power steering, the belt had broke. Yeah. So he had no power steering. Turned the car. So that's why it was overheating and not turning. Yeah. Like.
0: But some people don't know that, right? They don't put two and two together. I don't think that he paid attention back when we were working on cars.
1: Yeah. And he's not the only one. There's a lot of people.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not common knowledge. It just is to us, and so we don't realize it, you know? And I'm not no like you are, but... I know how to read a dipstick. Yeah. But. I mean, you know quite a bit, though. Yeah. You know quite a bit.
1: I would say you know quite I just a bit. believe in doing the regular, make like, oil change, air filter, yeah, fuel filter every now and then, and just stuff like that. Just keeping up on your maintenance. Spark plugs and wires, and distributor cap yeah. on that older car. Uh-huh. And then the fluids
0: every now and, yeah. and then, you know. Uh, what i mean by that you know you already said oil changes and stuff i'm I'm thinking like brake fluid clutch fluid whatever you know stuff that doesn't you know go bad as quickly but you know you need to check it if it's if they say you know brake fluid is lifelong which brake fluid and clutch fluid are the same thing yeah yeah so they say it's lifelong but to me if it's changing color because just look at brake fluid sometimes and it's like black
1: Ah, i'm changing that out yeah, it's supposed to be kind of clear, ain't it? I'm, yeah, it's
0: clear. I'm not leaving that in there. I'm changing that out. Yeah, I'm guilty of not ever changing that. Which <laughs> mine it's, ain't
1: black right
0: now. It, it's slap-on. And believe it or not, there's a lot of people that think whenever we sell a brake flush that it's, it's a snake oil, you know? Yeah. That we're being snake oil salesmen, but... No, nah, that stuff's hyperscopic. What hyperscopic means is it draws moisture... Oh, yeah. ...out of the air. So... You know, of course with the cap being on all the time, sure, it may not get air, but once that seal breaks on that cap, or yeah. you take the cap off to top it off, or you do a brake job, yeah. It's gonna get moisture out of there. Yeah, that is true. And that's not good for the components. Especially rubber lines, bro. <laughs> yeah. Rubber lines, that's
1: not good. So everyone knows Hondas like to leak fluids. Over time, yeah, they do. They will leak. I mean, they run forever, but they're known for oil leaks and stuff.
0: But that I think that's why they're known for oil leaks, though, because they run way longer than your typical car. And so, them seals are old and busted, you know. And they're
1: high RPM motors, so they've been being revved high, yeah, yeah.
0: You
1: got all that that comes into play.
0: But, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. You were like, man, I
1: don't see why you wouldn't. People, I'm glad I did. Yeah, people thought I was crazy, bro. They looked at me like I'm crazy. They just automatically yeah. assume. Like, they don't even recognize my car as another vehicle of mine. No,
0: they <laughs> just think, oh, he's got that nice Chevy. He's definitely
1: taking that nice Chevy on yeah. the trip. And it's like, bro, why would I do that when my car gets 35 miles to the gallon and has never let me down? Right. Which, last year I had the, uh, I had a radiator, new radiator put on it. The starter was starting to go out, so I went ahead and changed it. Right. So it had a new starter, new radiator, new timing belt, had a timing belt put on it. And then while, because you know that water pump is driven by the timing belt. You probably know that. Yeah, you do water pump with that. Yeah, so did the water pump. Did that one too.
0: Yeah, I remember you telling me that. That's when I was like, okay, that mechanic's a good mechanic. Yeah, he's one I use. Because if he recommended time. that, then he's on his game, and he cares about your money.
1: Yeah. Because he could
0: have waited until it went out and go, oh, I'll charge you again for yeah, me to get yeah. in
1: there. And there's a lot of them like that, bro, so I, I okay. really do appreciate him. He's a good mechanic. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give him props, and I don't give very many mechanics props, bro. Yeah, so he did all that <sighs> a year or two ago, and... Uh, said that old timing belt had quite a bit of slack in it so I'm glad I got that done but I think that's another thing that people fail to do on the older Hondas is or older vehicles in general is the timing belts the Hondas the 4G 63's they, uh, just, they just let them they think they're lifelong and they're not they but, but there's an issue there Deej I don't know what it is it's
0: you can't even call it ignorance because if you're gonna drive a vehicle you need to
1: know what it needs. Just
0: like you know it needs gas. Well like, right? especially
1: an older vehicle. I can understand if you got a new vehicle, your parents bought you and it's under warranty and you just take it to the dealership for your oil change right. and stuff like that. But even then, like
0: let's just let's go that scenario. Let's go back and let's say we're in nineteen ninety three right now. Like we're talking and we're in nineteen ninety three and we're in a car and it's got a warranty. If I take it in, and it's got warranty, but I didn't change that timing belt and time, and that timing belt busted, because that's part of my duty, yeah. right, to get the maintenance done on it. I didn't yeah. do the timing belt and it bent the valves, I'm paying for that valve job. Yeah. Not the warranty.
1: Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, you're on point with that, but, but what I mean is, who do you blame? And you gotta blame the the driver, I feel like, because... And that's why they went away from them too. Other than chains are great and all, but they went away from timing belts because people were forgetting to change
1: them. Yeah. And it's it's pricey to change them too. It's not a cheap. It is pricey. Um, it ain't. But it's a whole lot roof. easier than a
0: timing change job. It's way easier than a timing change
1: job. Yeah, it, it ain't through the roof, but it is. It's pricier than a, a few mold. hundred bucks. Yeah. And it's about 500 for me to get it changed. Yeah yeah I wish I'd have known
0: I'd have saved you some money
1: yeah but
0: that was back before we were even looking working on cars I think together yeah Yeah, it was um but I guess what I'm trying to get at I'm terrible at talking right now and what I'm trying to say what I'm trying to get at is that's a very detrimental part of the engine like that's a very important part of the engine that if you forget, like it's not that oh well maybe I'll Take my chances. No, it's going to fail, and it's going to bend your valves. It's going to, yeah. if you have an interference engine. Yeah. Um. And people will wait if they're not car guys or they don't know any better. They'll wait till it pops. They're gonna wait till it pops. And uh, I, that's why I think they went to, to timing chain engines. Yeah. One of the reasons is because they say it's lifetime which it's not it's yeah. gonna stretch it's gonna wear out but you will hear it way before it ever fails on you you're gonna hear it yeah. s- s- making a lot of noise and if you ignore all that then that's on you yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's not gonna you know a time belt is gonna be completely silent until it goes yeah it's just gonna it's yeah. not gonna warn you or nothing it's just gonna go yeah it's a belt. it's just gonna go and what happened to me is that I'm talking, I'm not even talking mess right now, because that's what happened to me with my tiburon. Oh, I didn't know any happened? better. Yeah, that's what, the very first time, that's what happened, when I was in, when I was in Alabama. I didn't the know. The time belt slipped I didn't up. know
1: what happened.
0: And it was my fault, because I, I got the car with, I think, 100k on it, or 120, and I assumed, because the interval was 80k, I assumed the belt had been done. Yeah. That was my problem. I should not have assumed yeah. anything.
1: That's what you don't do. You don't That's assume. my whole thing. I want if it's been done, I want to see it on paper where it's been done. You wanna see it on I paper? I wanna see the sticker yeah. that says this mileage on it. Um, I don't want you to tell me. I wanna people get on the internet and they post their ads and stuff for yeah. sale. Rebuilt engine with no paperwork. No paperwork. I don't want you being the one rebuilt. Yeah. <laughs> You're telling me that you did it and I don't know who you are if, or your craftsmanship. Because if you rebuilt it, My question is, why are you trying to get rid of something with a freshly rebuilt engine? Yeah,
0: it's always a brand new engine, huh? Okay, interesting.
1: Yeah. But that's just a, that's beside the point. That's just something I think about when I look at ads like that because I'm on the marketplace a lot. Yeah. I
0: think we should get into that though. Let's talk about that. When you buy, we've talked about it before, but let's get on the other side of it. When you get into buying a used car, Let's say we're going to buy it for keeps. We're not buying it for resale. We're going to buy it for keeps, right? Yeah. First thing we're going to do, we're going to change the oil. Yeah. If,
1: it,
0: if it's if it got a timer belt, I'm changing the timer belt. I don't care. I don't care what it says on it. I'm doing a timer belt. I'm changing the oil. Um, I'm, I'm checking the spark plugs out to see if they've been done recently. If not, I'm doing a tune-up on it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get it back to tip-top shape fresh.
1: Now, there are certain instances. i got to go back on what I said a second ago. To where I will take someone's word that like on that last Geo tracker I bought. Right. He told me it had a new radiator and water pump. I can physically look at that and tell that's new. Right, yeah, it's shiny. It's shiny, yeah. <laughs> so I mean on some things I, I'm not like that on everything where I gotta see it on paper. But when they say it's a built engine you yeah, can't see yeah. the internals. Yeah, you can't see the internals. But little stuff like water pump and radiator, I right. if I can see it I I believe that.
0: Yeah, if you can see it, and, and not everybody you buy from knows that you're mechanically inclined, so they say something like that. And you don't really say nothing. You look, and you go, okay, I can trust this guy now. When he's talking to me, I can kind of trust him because yeah. what he's saying. It is helps
1: true. you. It helps it helps you a little bit. Yeah. And so, and there's a lot of good people on the marketplace. I mean, I've met a lot of good people. Um, there's a lot of good. There's a lot. Yeah. A lot of bad. Yeah, I've had way more good than I've had back. Right. Then. Which I'm, I'm thankful for that because I know people that's had really bad experiences. Uh, yeah. Now, I, I've traveled a lot to go look at stuff and come back empty-handed. You talked to me the yeah. other night. I drove an hour and a half away and come back empty-handed because it wasn't right. The deal yeah. wasn't the way I wanted. You just can't can't make it. You
0: know what I mean? You can't yeah. make the deal if it's not the way you want it.
1: Yeah. Just because you traveled, you gotta... And I mean, I'm, I'm pretty... I wouldn't say I'm pretty picky, but I just want thing everything to work properly. Uh-huh. I don't care if there's little cosmetics, mm-hmm. normal wear and tear, but I just want all the mechanical stuff to work properly. Right, everything to function like it's yeah. supposed to. And not like I looked at an S10, another one I walked away from. That was only in Tyler, though. Yeah. I went and looked at it, and he, uh, he was telling me how it had a new radiator and all this through the text, and I'd get over there and look at it and it was an aftermarket radiator they had cut the top radiator support yeah and like fabricated their own little bolts and oh i gotcha stuff to hold it on there and had electric fans wired in yeah They're all aftermarket trying. and i was he said he changed the thermostat and all that so now in my mind i'm thinking with the way this job looked the way they had hacked, yeah. hacked for the radiator that he was just chasing down an overheating problem. Yeah. If all he's messing with is coolant components. Yeah, so. see, your mind's in the right spot, huh? You're so like, mm-hmm. I just walked away from that deal altogether. And it ran good, sounded good, and he, he asked me, well, what'd you find wrong with it? And I said, man, I just, I want my stuff to be original. Yeah. I don't want an aftermarket radiator on something that's supposed to be a daily driver. Yeah. And there ain't no sense. Why would you need that? I don't know. But, um, That was just little stuff that I like to look at. When you were saying that, I was thinking hot rod, but he wasn't even trying to hot rod it. No, it was all stock. He had turned down exhaust. Another thing I noticed, I was like, man, why? It was a little V6 and a STM. Yeah. You want to get good gas mileage and drive that thing, it ain't no hot rod. Yeah, definitely.
0: Definitely a small market
1: for that one, huh? Yeah, it was a straight truck. That's the reason I was interested. The body was straight and it looked real good. But, um, all that being done, I just, I had a thought that it may have overheated or something. Right. And on that, you never know because he's trying to get rid of this thing, so. Yeah, he's just really never You known. run into all kind of different scenarios on the marketplace. Yeah.
0: I haven't done a whole lot of marketplace buying, obviously. Um, not near as much as you, but I know that we looked at a bunch whenever, uh, you know, I was helping our buddy up in Dallas find him a car. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And there was one guy, I was like, wow, this guy's really cool, because, uh, you know, he was kind of telling us what was wrong, which wasn't any big deal, and then we hopped in and went for a test drive, and it pretty much died on us. And when we drove it back, you know, we ended up finding out that it was a loose cable on the battery, but... He was like, he was like, man, I don't, I don't feel right selling it right now. He's like, I want to get it. I want to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. And then I'm gonna try to sell it again. He's like, I just don't feel right selling it right now. He's like, I wouldn't buy this if y'all, if I were y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was people like people wow. like that are cool, man. I was like, this man's pretty genuine. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not trying to make a bad deal.
1: Yeah. You appreciate. You learn to appreciate people like that because the last deal I went and looked at walked away from was that pontoon boat.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, fired up the motor. Fired up great. Sounded good. He fired it up while I was on top of it looking around, so I couldn't see the motor itself. Yeah. So when I got down, I was like, let's fire it up again. I want to see if it's pumping water and everything. Yeah. And uh, he fired it up again. He at First, he looked... I'm always you always got to pay attention when you're negotiating with people. You got to watch how they act. Watch the like, little mannerisms. You need stuff. to see how antsy they are and if they're anxious to like try and keep you from looking this thing over completely. Right. If they're trying to hide anything or whatever. Right. And, uh, so he looked at me kind of weird when I asked him to fire it up again which he ended up doing it and fired it up and it wasn't pumping any water. Huh. And, I don't know how many times he's fired this thing up without any water going through the engine. Yeah. So, how, has it gotten hot? Has it gotten hot? Yeah. I mean... Because if it's gotten hot, I, you don't want to spend that kind of money on it. Yeah, like, it's toast. Working on boats is expensive. Yeah. So... We well, can I, handle it, but that, that's not the money. You know yeah, what I mean? There's no money there. Yeah. And, uh... I mean... I tried to get it for real cheap since I was just banking on the motor not being good, even though I thought it was good. Right. And I thought it was the impeller, but that's just my thought. You could get in there and the impeller be good. It'd be something else. Yeah, that's just a whim. You don't know for sure. I mean, that's the most common thing to go wrong, but it doesn't have to be that.
0: Right. And I guess in that direction, that one's pretty simple, right? Those engines are pretty simple. You could take and see what it's worth what you think it's worth and then knock off the price of the repair off of that. and yep. That's what you pay. But like maximum, like
1: worst come worse, that's how much it costs? Okay. No, yeah. So on a deal like that, I was going based off just the pontoon. Yeah. Like I told him, I'm, I'm not, I'm banking on that engine to not... Mark. We don't, yeah, we don't
0: know if it's worth anything. We might just have to toss yeah. it. So but I'm just paying for the pontoon. I'm paying
1: for the pontoon and he didn't, he didn't like that. He talked like... That's what brought it to mind. He talked like you were talking to that guy. Yeah. And you know, said, well, maybe I just need to get it looked at before. It wasn't a day later it was sold, so he didn't even get it looked uh, at. Bro. He sold, sold that to somebody. with that somebody I hope,
0: wasn't looking. Probably. Yeah, I
1: hope they knew that it wasn't pumping water when they bought it. Right. Because if they didn't, they may have bought a bad, bad motor. Right.
0: Man, I hate when people are disingenuous like that, man. Yeah. Or they're just not nah that's not fun. That's not cool. No, it's not. There's a bad I like I just wanna walk away at that point. You know what I mean? When you realize that they knew yeah. and they weren't gonna show you. Yeah. You just yeah. wanna walk away. Because what else did they hide?
1: Which he didn't know or he let on like he didn't know much about the boats. Oh, okay. And I kind of believe him because he didn't really know a lot of what I was talking about out there. Right. You were kind of over his head when it comes to... And the I'm not even a boat expert. I just know the little common stuff. I don't... I don't get you any You know depth. enough to get you by. Yeah. So... But I don't know. Hopefully, just whoever bought it knows. You just got to be careful, man. There's some people who have to get you out there. Yeah. They are. That make the rest of the people look bad, make the rest of the industry look bad. Yeah, you just got to do a lot of extensive research on whatever it is you're trying to trying to buy. Yeah. Look for the common... i always look, first thing I do, I'm looking for the most common problem, issues with whatever it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, there's a website I use. I can't think of it right now, so I don't even know why I mentioned it, but you can Google it, and you'll find it. Um, And... I guess the way I found it is I just type it in. Most common problems with yeah Chevrolet Silverado two thousand whatever AC
1: condenser <laughs> and uh,
0: there's a website Man. that's like yeah yeah AC condenser is like probably number one and you can go and look and see how many hits for what 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 and those are things you can look look out and make sure I didn't even know that yeah That'd be nice. there's a site I'll see if I can get the website yeah and uh, show you but it'll tell you if. Uh, If it has a whole lot of recalls, what the number one complaint with that car is, everything.
1: Oh, another thing.
0: It's nice.
1: Like I said, I haven't had many bad experiences, and this one was good, but on that Geo that I bought, the dude who had it, it had a check engine light, which is common for old Chevys. Right. All of them got it. There was nothing wrong with it, but he had black electrical tape on the dash, (laughs) over the line to where you could and bro if you're not looking yeah like you'll miss it you'll overlook yeah. it without even yeah there was a person uh
0: there was a a guy that we went to school with i remember um this was back when i was going to uti as a guy we went to school with his girlfriend was looking for a car and i was supposed to come into town that weekend and kind of help them look and kind of look at cars and uh i didn't get to make it and instead of them waiting on me they jumped to the gun and bought a scion tc yeah. and um it, it was like okay right but it was like running a little bit weird so when i came down to town i checked it out and dude there was electrical tape all the way across the bottom of the the meter they didn't even see wow. it all the lights were on bro wow <laughs> Almost every light was on. Just not paying attention. Just not paying attention. You can get God if you don't know what you're looking for. That's why it's dangerous. To get anxious, for sure. Yeah. It's, to me, if you don't know what you're doing with cars and you don't have a friend that can help you, you might as well just buy a new car. Yeah. You might as well just go
1: ahead and buy a new car. Because you don't know what you're looking at and you could be wasting your money. And really going in to use older vehicles. You gotta pretty much bank on, you're gonna to have to put some money into yeah. this thing. You need to set some money aside. Because starters and alternators go out. They're wear out. Yeah. yeah.
0: You gotta think about that all car it's got wear on it.
1: Yeah. You just have to on older vehicles, be yeah. prepared. Be prepared to spend money. And even if they say
0: it's got a new engine and transmission, well guess what? The body's still got that mileage on
1: it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the suspension, the chassis, that's all still got that mileage on it. And so. even if the person's being honest about the car and there literally is nothing wrong with it, you could drive off from there and a week later it'd blow up. Something happened, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had that happen to me with that Blazer that I had. Remember when I traded yep. my Honda? Yeah, I traded was so upset Honda with you for that, bro. I for was that so Chevrolet upset. Blazer it had the 4.3 V6 in it. I was mad. I was like, this guy's out of his mind. I just wanted it because it had cold air. Yeah. And uh, and the 4.3 had quite a bit of power for yeah. the V6. Back that old. was an ugly car, though. But um, I got <laughs> it. Everything was good on it. A week later, blew up. Locked up on me. Yeah. Done. Happened fast. Yeah, which I dogged on it that morning. I think I spun a rodberry when and went out. When I, that morning, I don't think I let it warm up enough because I was on my way to work. And you just and about, ran it. About five minutes into my trip, left a stop sign and just floored it. <laughs> I came home and it was ticking a little bit. I thought it was like a lifter tick or something. That's what everyone kept telling me. Oh, it's a lifter tick. You know, everybody's yeah. a mechanic when something's wrong. Everybody's a read. mechanic and it's always a lifter tick. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, it's, it's all right. Bro, by the end of that day, it was knocking. <laughs> it was knocking bad. That's wild. That was my first one to ever blow up. Only one I've ever blew up. Man. I learned <laughs> not to just floor your daily driver. <laughs> yeah. Leaving a stop sign. Ain't... Your nope. daily driver is not your race car. Yeah, you
0: can't beat on them. They're not made to stay in high RPM all the time.
1: But... Some of them will take abuse, but... That was one thing about the Honda on that long road trip. It did ride about 3,400 RPMs. I I think it may be... I don't know the perfect ratio for the wheel size. Yeah. But you know I have them small wheels on there. I don't know if bigger wheels may help that. Does that help? I don't... Not really. No, it's not
0: going to change much at all, actually. No, it's just, you've got five speed. If you had six speed, it'd be a little bit different. Yeah. Well you know, about 80, right? About 75,
1: 80. 75, 80.
0: 80. Yeah. yeah, between them two. Yeah. Because I remember in the Timberon, when I'd have it on six and six, that could be about 80, and it'd be about 2,500.
1: Yeah. Um, it's all about overdrive. But it did good. Probably would have got better gas mileage if my RPM wasn't so high. Yep, probably so. Highway miles, man. But it it
0: did good, though. But yeah, I figured that'd be a good topic, man.
1: Let everybody else out there know, you know, don't be so. Yeah, just drive. I mean, I drove it 15 hours. You did. Almost a thousand miles one way. One way. And I didn't stop. I didn't stop until I was two and a half hours away from. (laughs) from My spot, I rested for four hours, got up, it fired right back up. Yeah, and I was running it too to stay warm because I just took a nap in the car, so I'd fire it up every now and then and run it because it's freezing up there. And uh, yeah, once you start getting in the mountains, it got cold, in it? Oh, yeah, <laughs> but uh, it did, man, it, it did really good. And yeah. you know, me, I was uh, checking my temperature gauge all the time and making sure it ain't overheating. Listening, feeling, you know, making sure everything's good.
0: I'm the same way, man. I'm always checking and listening, and hearing different things, just keeping an eye out for it. But uh, yeah, I figured it'd be a good topic because I, I know a lot of people have have uh, high mileage cars out there, and they're they're worried about going on a trip. So I guess to wrap it up, it's just real simple. Make sure all your maintenance is taken care of make yeah. sure you check it over real good all your common wear items are all checked out and if so i'd say go for it yeah I'd say and, go for and it. have a spare tire have you a spare tire all uh, your tires are good just because everything checks out
1: great doesn't mean it's going to be perfect and i i brought a socket set just in case yeah. it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to take you some tools a
0: little socket set you know your spare tires and stuff um One more thing before we wrap it up, Um, a good friend of mine at the dealership, whenever he goes to Mexico to visit his family, he carries a spare battery with him. Oh, wow. And, And that's in a newer vehicle, but every time he'll bring a spare battery with him because at one time, that one time, it left him stranded, so. Yeah. Since then, he always brings a spare battery with him, so. But with that being said, just make sure you're prepared, but they can definitely do it. They're built to last, if you get the right vehicle, of course. That's a whole different podcast. But You can
1: definitely do it We're almost to our exit there But yeah uh,
0: Appreciate y'all listening in And we'll see you on the next episode Out